Hello, I am Avery or Hazel or Kylie. You can just pick one. Hello, I am Willie. And I'm not saying a word. Today, we are covering the 1961 The Parent Trap. Welcome to From the Closet. Uh, there will be a link below for you to rent or purchase the movie. Don't. And you can also watch it on Disney+. Plus. Don't. Don't. The remake exists. Don't watch this movie. Anyway, um, I think with all of that out of the way, I'm going to spin the wheel uh, to determine what our next movie that we are going to be covering is. Um, and it landed on X-Men. So yeah, you can interesting. You can join us tomorrow for the X Men, and I forgot to get the notebook before we started recording. Recording, so I couldn't tell you what we're doing next week. Sorry about that. But if you listened to yesterday's episode, you at least know one of the two things because it's a TV show episode. Um, I just can't remember what TV show because we're covering three right now. Uh. Well, it's not Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo is, um... Wait, isn't it Infinity Train? It might be Infinity Train. It might be Star vs. the Forces of Evil. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, any more formalities? Uh, I think that pretty much gets all of the formalities out of the way. There will be spoilers for this movie. Um... Uh, who cares? Yeah, for real. Okay, so I guess spoilers in three, two, one. This movie sucks. Honestly, I was thinking the same thing. Like, we didn't even premeditate that either. I was going to tell you, if you just say this movie sucks um, as a spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that was a yikes. Uh,. I'll just pretend that that didn't happen. Uh, but yeah. Uh, uh, your phone fell off? No, a pen fell off the table. Uh. But anyways, so yeah, Lily and I talked before, and we both agreed that we are going to start with the small issues of this movie and build up to the bigger issues that this movie has. So don't worry if you hear us like talking about relatively small things. We know this movie's problematic. We're going to get to the big issues. But to start off, this this movie made me want to dunk my head, not just in regular, no, holy water, burn my headphones, because they're probably cursed at this point, and race the laptop of any history if I watched this movie. <laughs> Um, okay, so let's start with uh, a couple of things. This movie is poorly acted. The line, de the line delivery a lot of times leaves a lot to be desired. Um, mm -hmm. and it's also very poorly written. So when I say poorly written, we have, first we have the initial conflict between Susan and Sharon. Uh, when they first meet up at the camp, they, uh, it, pretty much their source of conflict is, oh, we look like each other, therefore we hate each other. Sorry, 
bitch. You're human. I'm human. We can't be human at the same time. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. Right? Like, okay, I, I am going to... I am... It, it's probably unfair, but I am going to use the remake against this movie a lot. Uh... The remake actually generates a source of conflict between them early on. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, I'm gonna use another thing later on, so... And the prank war that happens between them works a lot better in the remake than it does in this movie, I'll tell you that. Um, especially since there's more pranks, so you actually get a sense of yeah. escalation... Like, one of my favorite classical songs. What the name song? <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> but, anyway, they end up in the isolation cabin, uh, where they will spend four weeks together. This right here is the worst line in the entire movie. Plot-wise. <laughs> because... Is it messes with everything else in the movie going forward. Yeah, pretty much. Like, okay, so four weeks is not enough time for them to find out that they are siblings, build a strong bond like what we see throughout the rest of the movie, and adequately plan out how to do this switch and be able to pass as each other. It's not enough and time. not only... Knowing both of the addresses, their phone numbers, and the telegram. Yeah, like, it, it, it's just not enough time. Four weeks, that's that's less than a month. The remake, it, it's very clear in the remake that they spent eight weeks at summer camp, and it seems plausible that the whole prank war was just, like, the first week, and they spent at least seven weeks... In the isolation cabin, that's a lot more believable. I mean, it's a less, uh, that situation is less believable that they'd spend seven weeks in the isolation chamber when the entire experience was supposed to be eight weeks. Yeah. I don't know, it just, also the movie does not make you feel like an entire four weeks have passed. Um from the beginning of the movie to when they go to the isolation cabin. So the four weeks comment is also especially jarring because of that. <laughs> I don't know, may they move. No, that doesn't make sense. If you see them in the isolation chamber. Still. Also, there's just the concept of isolation chamber for the rest of the summer. It just seems, I don't know, weird. It's a little weird, but I get it. Like, wanting to separate them from the other uh, girls so that, like, the other girls don't come to harm. Because, like, these kids were getting violent with each other. Okay. I guess I uh, misunderstood the point of isolation chamber. I, I more thought Unfortunately, about it I can't like... say that for the remake. Um, I think the isolation cabin is... Um, at the same time, they aren't isolated in terms of, like, where the place that they eat um, in the remake. Hmm. 
But yeah, it's a. Uh, it is a little bit weird, but it's understandable. No, I think I uh, misunderstood the point where. You know how schools, you know, these two are getting not getting along, so we're have a fun exercise for them to get along. I think I interpret it more like that instead of to four-week detention. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but I do think... I think the, the woman, I can't remember her name, in the remake, it's Marva... Um, I think she put it best. It's like either you two are going to learn to get along or you're puni or you'll punish yourselves far better than I ever could. Would that be like Miss Inch or something? Oh yeah, that's it. Miss Inch. Yeah, I can't forget that name. Why though? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh <laughs> okay. So I don't buy the bond that they have together. Let's jump forward to another piece of poor writing. Vicky. They don't really do a good job at establishing her as a villain early on. Um, and they don't do a good job at establishing just how evil she is. Which, basically, that leads to, in the third act, basically... A full deep end. Um, out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, yeah. She goes full deep end out of nowhere. And it's like, oh, yeah, she's she's slightly evil when you're watching through the movie. It's like, oh, she wants to send the kids away. And, like, that's pretty much it. Then we get to the end and we get, oh, domestic violence and child abuse. Yikes. I mean, going to the deep end wasn't out of nowhere. The kids tricked her in going there. <laughs> yeah, but... Do, 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 do. The idea that okay, no, okay. the idea that <laughs> she even had that in her was a bit of a yikes. Uh, the the yeah, like it was like when he said, "What? Uh, where is this coming from?" Whereas in the remake, said, it's a lot better uh, written. Yeah, when he said "deep end," the only thing I could think of was when um, the girls tricked her in going into that lake. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh god. No, now I'm remembering what speak. happens in the remake. Oh dear. <laughs> anyway. No, um I mean it was clear to me that she was evil and not by the movies doing. I just put two and two together. One, this movie is all supposed to be about um divorce meaning nothing, and they can just get back together because they love each other again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, okay, maybe it's because of the fairly odd parents, but, like, Vicky, really automatic evil. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's because of fairly odd parents, and who knows, maybe Vicky was a reference to this movie. Um, I would hope not. But, yeah, um, okay, so, let's get on to, like, the more medium issues. I want to talk about the premise of the movie itself. Oh, good, because I, uh, did, I think I touched on it a little bit. 
Um, so basically, the whole premise of this movie is like, oh, two twins who were separated at birth and have been kept apart from their other twin and their other parent for 13 years. Okay, well, first off, in the remake, it's only 11. But even worse, okay, I can believe that this happens. Like, I can, I can believe that it happened, but also... What the hell, mom and dad? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's it, it, not even a common practice either, at least to my knowledge. Yeah, it's like, it's both believable and at the same time unbelievable. I could believe that would happen. I cannot believe it. The audacity of these parents. Yeah, about that. Yeah. I actually wonder who moved first, because, what, do they both live in California, or in, um, um, oh my gosh, on the tip of my tongue, what's the other place? Boston. Boston, thank you. Yeah, and, uh, the remake makes it a lot more clear, um, what happened. Mm. But, yeah, uh, I, I don't want to use... I, I don't want to give this movie credit for things it doesn't do, um, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say one way or the other. I do not recall it ever establishing who moved out. Hmm. Yeah, I cannot remember. So yeah, uh, okay. So these girls that after 13 years they meet at camp. Um, Cosmic coincidence, I can suspend my disbelief for that. Um, but then, they discover that they are siblings, which just, like, how could you not? Um, especially if you're in isolation. I, yeah. um, you're you're going to find that out one way or the other. Yeah, especially <laughs> if you're in the same cabin. Um, they decide to switch places. This alone is a concept I can get behind. Um, that seems... Especially because they're young. Yeah, um, especially because they're young. It's a concept I can get behind. It has the potential to be entertaining. Unfortunately, this movie fails at that. <laughs> and I'll just say my piece. I don't... Because of how everything else has done it, like every TV show does like the... You know, body swap, you know, how does it feel to be in the other person's shoe, huh? Swap. I mean, and to this movie's credit, yes, was not a cliche at the time, but to me now, I honestly found that just a little bit of a bore. But that's not even the worst to come. Yeah, we still got a lot of issues to go through. So, like, like I said... This alone, it's a it's enough of an interesting concept to be an entertaining movie. But they just had to throw in the whole we're gonna try to get our divorced parents back together. This is a big problem, especially because this is a Disney movie. And it's being shown the kids. Yeah. See like I don't think I'd have as much of a problem if kids were not watching this movie. Um, 
but they are. And it's going to give kids the wrong idea that they can get their divorced parents back together. They, and that ain't happening. Yeah, it's not happening. They broke up for a reason. You are probably, you are most, most definitely not that reason. Mm-hmm. And you are not going to be able to and- fix their issues. The only person who, the only people who can fix their issues are them and a couples therapist. That's it. And sometimes it, and most of the time, it's better to be split apart, happy, than together unhappy. Yeah, especially with, uh, especially with this couple. But we're we're gonna get to get we're gonna get to that later. Um, and I think um, it's a good thing to reference something that actually did it so well. I would recommend this to anyone, like any kid that has to go through a divorce. Um, Infinity Train Season 1. Yeah. Like, if you've had to go through your parents divorcing, which um, I believe both of us have, right? Uh, no. Well, like, I thought you said the man in your house is, like, your stepfather. Oh, um... Uh, my parents were not, uh, they were never married. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Okay, so my parents divorced when I was, like, ten. Um, I would never even dream of trying to get them back together. Um, this movie didn't instill that idea in me, but at the same time, I can understand how it would instill that idea in others. Um, and that's problematic. Especially, especially, again, because this is a Disney movie, which means kids will be watching it. Yeah. I watched this movie as a kid, and I guess I'll go ahead and talk about my experience. Like, I watched both versions as a kid. Um, and, like, over time, I, you know, came to prefer the remake over this version. Um, and, like, when I was younger and I couldn't really explain why. Um, and I would go years and years and years without watching the old version, but I'd watch the, the remake, I mean, maybe once every couple of years or so. Um, it, the remake was one of the first few movies I watched the first month I had Disney+, Plus. Um, even though I own a copy of it on DVD, but that's a backup of a VHS cassette, so it's in terrible quality. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like... I still had not seen the remake in quite a long time. So going into it for this podcast, the only things I remembered was the basic plot structure that's the same in both this version and the remake, the fact that all of the names are different, that one of the twins was named Susan, and that there was a musical number midway through, which actually that musical number is a lot better than I remember it being, and it's one of the few times the movie was actually entertaining. Um... But, yeah, I also, uh, a lot of lines and stuff get repeated in the remake. Um, a lot of, a lot of things are repeated in the remake, but none of the really problematic stuff. But you can see how, like, my image of this movie would have been, like, a lot better before coming back to watch this as an adult. And now I'm seeing all of the major issues that this movie has. And yeah, and the minor issues too. Uh, also, 
We haven't mentioned it yet, but props to the movie for doing all of the credits at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Um, I forgot about that. Yeah. Like, as obviously that they explained the horrible um, plot dynamic that they were going to bestow on us. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Okay, so other medium-level issues. There are some underlying tones of misogyny and racism in this movie. And yes, I'm saying these are medium issues because comparatively the misogynistic tones of the the misogynistic and racist tones of this movie are not as overt as some of the other problems that we will be talking about later. If you think that was going to be a big issue, there's a big storm coming. Yeah. So, we have, like, in terms of, like, misogynistic tones, we have, like, telling women and girls what they should be wearing, how they should be styling their hair. Like, that's a yikes. Um, <laughs> not acceptable in 2022. Definitely should not have been acceptable back in 1961. And then also... I guess what? Are. Yeah, here we are. And then also, the racist tones, um, multiple references to Native Americans, um, but using the term Indian, which is offensive, um, <laughs> and, like, the things that specifically they were referenced, like, the purpose for which they were referenced, um, it just has an underlying racist tone that I don't really like. I actually missed out on the racist tones. Um, it must have just flew over my head. Yeah, so... Um, I guess now we can get into the bigger issues. Um, okay, so the whole idea of actually, the parents getting back together. I don't want them back together. Yeah, they're going to get divorced in one year <laughs> or less. I mean, I would hope so, because, like, their mother is abusive either, um, to their father. Either that or they um, seeked out a couple's therapist. Yeah, one of the two must. Screen. One of the two has to happen. Um, do I think it's completely irreparable? Probably not. But it's still not a good idea to get them back together, um, especially when and the woman is abusive to uh, their father. It's just not a good idea. And one of the biggest issues about this movie, and yes, a divorce can theoretically be um, brought back together. But that's not for a a kid to do or a kid to decide. Yeah. Kid, that's for the adults to do, the adults to decide, and then seek out higher um, professionalism to help them guide them along through this. Yeah, and, like <laughs> this is something that a therapist should be working with them on, not their kids. You can argue 
that maybe, um, you know, after all this happened off screen, they seek the therapist. I doubt it, but you can argue that that could be the case. Still, though, the entire, the entire premise that this was built on is a, a shaky house. Yeah, it, it, I wouldn't even call it a shaky house. I think the premise is fundamentally broken. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, again, I can get behind this movie if kids weren't watching it. Um, same for the remake. I, I, I definitely think the remake is a really good movie, but it should not be shown to kids. Um, because the premise is fundamentally broken, and I, I don't want kids going down that, that path thinking that they can do this because they saw it in a movie. Mm-hmm. Because you can't. It's impossible. That's, it's not how the world works. But the big issue with this relationship, again, I've said it multiple times, it's abusive. It's very clear that the kid's mother has a pattern of abusing her ex-husband. And we see it... Um, we see it... Uh, we actually visibly see her punch him. Which to me, I didn't like see much remorse on that face either. Yeah, no, I didn't either. Um, but then again, that could also have just been the poor acting. Um, oh, very true, very true. Because, <laughs> like, w- in terms of the words, at least she seemed very apologetic. But I don't know. Like, this is a—it's a pattern of abuse because it, it's very clearly talked about how this was happening in the past. Um, the remake does have one abusive incident, but it's very clear that it's just the one. And we don't see any abusive incidents happen in the remake. We're just told about the one incident. Mm. So I think that to me, it, 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 the idea of the couple in the remake getting back to get to Beth together is less offensive than it is here. Quite frankly, the kid's father deserves better. He deserves better than um, Maggie. He deserves better than Vicky, who only, who clearly only wants him for the money. Um, oh yeah, that is. Yeah, Vicky. Youch. Yeah, Vicky, who is also abusive. Uh, so let's talk about this person. Um, oh, good idea. But before we do that, just the amount Vicky had to deal with on the um, camping trip. I don't know. I feel like this is the inspiration behind Home Alone. <laughs> it could be. Um... I have my doubts about that, though. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, this... Because, like, this, this movie... The stuff the kid in Home Alone does would be worthy of criminal prosecution, whereas the stuff on the camping trip is, like, minor pranks. Yeah. Like, me. 
a misdemeanor at best. If even that. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they put honey on her feet, so some bear cubs licked him. I mean, um, that could also be dangerous if, um, you know, actual big bears came. And then there's, uh, there's the, uh, well, the, the the prank with the mountain lions, the sugar water. Mm-hmm. Actually, both of those pranks is where the uh, quote-unquote Indian scout was referenced. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think the biggest issue with Vicky is, like... Okay, for starters... Um, Mitch is absolutely well within his rights to marry whoever he wants, but I wouldn't want him to marry Vicky either, because we get to the end of the movie, and she slaps one of the girls. Uh, that's child abuse. Just plain and simple, it's child abuse. And their father doesn't really do much when that happens. He's just like, hey, there's no reason to do that. Like, what? Excuse me? I mean, uh, I don't know. Vicky definitely didn't um, say around there to find out what would have happened. I don't know. I just know that, like, they tried it again. If I were in that position, I would have a lot more of a reaction than just, "Hey, there's no reason to do that." Like, he doesn't even stand up. I mean, the father is also more. I wouldn't say neglectful. I wouldn't say not caring, but I don't know. Um, distracted. From their kid. Yeah, like... Does that, does that sound... The, the remake really paints both parents in a lot better picture. Because, uh, oh, yikes. God, this oh. movie is... Just... Something. It's a piece of work, is what it is. Also, just, uh... Another thing, too, regarding child abuse, earlier in the movie there was a reference to spanking. Let's not mince, mince words here. Spanking is also child abuse because it's been proven to be ineffective. You'd maybe have an argument if it was proven effective, but the fact that multiple studies, time and time again, show it is completely ineffective makes it child abuse. Hmm. Agreed. So yeah, like the the fact that this movie actually promoted spanking yikes. Um Well, there is that argument again where um where they actually thought it was effective back then. Or at least I believe they did. Yeah, I mean this is nineteen sixty one. So sure, that makes sense. It's a it's part of the it's part of the culture of the time that still does not make it okay. Oh, it doesn't. It makes the behavior it's not okay back then. Okay, now, but 
I guess in the movie it makes sense why they would include such a thing. Yeah, it makes the behavior understandable, but it does not make the behavior justifiable. Um, but yeah, uh, also the remake has a really fucking great moment during this scene. So, uh, yeah. I'm gonna... We're gonna cover the remake eventually. Even though this movie was terrible, I definitely think the remake is worth covering. I just hope it's mm-hmm. not anytime soon. Really? Yeah. Because I want enough time to pass between this movie and the remake to happen so that like our distaste mm-hmm. for this movie doesn't seep in as much into the remake. That makes sense. And one of the big things about this movie for me is that I just find a lot of romance movies to be boring, going on forever. But this in particular is a bad romance movie. And I think that that makes it worse. Oh, it makes it so much worse. Okay, and I already told you free this, but I a few points in the movie, I just had to pause and just do anything else. Watching paint dry would have been more entertaining. I don't think watching paint dry would have been more entertaining personally, but like I honestly would rather go back and rewatch the Percy Jackson movies than watch this movie again. Oh, God. <laughs> you know, maybe I would, too. <laughs> Hell, it, 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 it's actually been that long since we've dunked on a movie. Since, like... I mean, we kind of dunked on, um... What was that? It was our Christmas movie. The Polar Express? I mean, it, comparatively, yeah. the Polar Express wasn't that bad, and I think we both gave it, like, somewhere in the four range. But... Yeah. I mean, we definitely gave it one four, not as much as um, this movie or um, Percy Jackson. Yeah, and, like, speaking of ratings, like, I, you know, as I was watching this movie, I was thinking about how I was going to rate it, and, like... it. it as it kept going on, my rating just kept going down and down and down and down. And Honestly, by the time we get I, to the end of the movie, oh god. Like, I, I planned on you to probably, like, 7, 8 maybe, because, you know, you like the remake more. So maybe like a 6, 7. So, when I first started watching this, I'm like... Yeah, our ratings are going to be completely different. <laughs> I don't know how much I'm going to end up hating this, but I'm already hating it. And then, like, how surprised were you when I responded with the word doubt? I think that you were underestimating me until I, until the final message of you're probably going to rate it down the ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I think I've talked about all the issues with this movie, um, unless you have more shit you want to say. I don't like talking about this movie. Like, 
But I will, actually. Because it, what really grinds my gears, we've already said it once, and it bears repeating. This is a very toxic mindset to be in, to think that you can change your, um, you know, parents' minds about, you know, divorce. And it also doesn't help the grieving process either. Yeah, exactly. Because you'd be stuck in, um, you know, cuckoo land of, oh, they can just get back together. What Infinity Train, and what I love Infinity Train for doing, is that it creates, um, not only how the child feels at the time of divorce, but it comes to more of a realization that maybe life, when they're, when they're still married, wasn't as good as they thought it was. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think this movie, it, like I said, this movie should not be shown to kids, and neither should the remake. Even though I do think the remake is a good movie. Um, it doesn't have anywhere near the amount of problems this movie does. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to talk about the ratings that come up when you search this movie on Google. Ooh, how fun. So IMDb gives this movie a 7.2 out of 10. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 90%. Oh, God. Common Sense Media gives it a 4 out of 5. Ugh. And 83% of Google users liked this movie. Oh, give me a break. You said this was released by uh, Disney, right? Yep. That explains it. I mean, you watched it on I, Disney Plus, right? Yeah, I mean, I also watched um, the Percy Jackson movie on Disney Plus. Fair enough. Now it's released by Fox. <laughs> yeah, so what's your rating? Yeah. There's just no two ways around it. One. So that was the most stale paint, um, dry um, grass, waiting around looking at the ceiling fan thing you could have made me watch. <laughs> So, I thought long and hard about whether or not I was going to give this movie a 1.0 rating, and trying to decide if there was anything in the movie that warranted even a single decimal point higher. And there is. It's the musical <laughs> number. But that's it. 1.1. Yeah, the musical couldn't save it for me. Nothing could. <laughs> no, I don't think the musical saves the movie. I just think no. it makes it, like, it, it, it at least gives one entertaining scene in the movie to watch, and that's it.
by that point, if there was a theater, if I was sitting on a theater, I would have already been asleep. But yeah, um, I think that pretty much covers everything. So join us tomorrow for X Men. Join us next week for some stuff. Um, and with all of that being said, I've been Avery, that's been Lily, and don't watch this movie. The remake exists.